is, ladies, do your hair, do your makeup, and put on some jewelry. You're going to feel so much better about yourself. And welcome to the Runpreneur Podcast with me, your host, Sierra Carter, where we focus on ways that will help you run your life the way you want to instead of letting life run you. Now, today's episode is number 11, and it's called Pick Yourself Up and Get Yourself Going, where we're going to focus on productivity and how we're going to be more productive in these weeks to come while we are at home. And now I'm not talking about the regular ways that you hear people say be more productive productive, as in make a list, set your priorities. Nah, you already know those. We're going to talk about ways to help you be more productive in your home. And these are more mental and psychological ways than they are setting anything up or making any lists. So stay tuned and we will get right to it. So today's sponsor is Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's super simple, how I love it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple, Spotify, and whatever other podcast channel you like to listen to podcasts on. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And you guys, it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast soon, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I promise you won't regret it. All right, you guys, so happy Tuesday. Usually they say Tuesdays are the most productive day of the week. Do you think that's going to be your day today? So looking on Instagram, looking on Facebook, it's kind of funny because I see in Florida a lot of people started homeschooling kids this week. That's going to be fun to see how that works out and see what's actually going on with that. Now, I'm not saying that in a sarcastic tone. I'm actually want to see what becomes of it because maybe it could become a new option and they find that kids this might be better for some kids and maybe it just completely shoots the idea away and never happening again anyways how are you gonna be productive this week again everything going on we are all still stuck in our homes and what does that mean we're stuck in our homes That means there's a lot of distractions. The TV, the kids needing help, you still need to work, or maybe you still need to do things or there's things you want to do, but you can't focus. Oh no, you open Facebook, everybody's talking on Facebook, then you spend an hour on Facebook, two hours goes by, you're still on Facebook talking to somebody. How do we prevent this? Well, my answer to that, just turn it off. And I really don't want to focus on any of that on this podcast. What I want to focus on is helping our mentality, being more productive, and feeling better to get more done. Because why do you think that you're really going to watch TV, going to go sit on Facebook, you're in your sweats, your hair's up in a bun, you have long socks on, they probably don't match, you haven't worn makeup in God knows how long, you don't even know if your makeup still works at this point. I I feel like there's a lot of us at that point. 
we're working from home and honestly we don't even have to put on pants for a, a zoom meeting that's really where all of us are at and how does how are you feeling about that are you feeling good are you feeling like you're accomplishing things or are you slowly dwindling down and seeing you know what you're not being as productive as you want to be you're not feeling very good about yourself you're kind of losing sight on your goals the things that you wanted, not so much, not so important anymore. And it's not because everything's shut down. It's just because maybe your motivation is kind of leaving you. Well, I want to I want to discuss three ways, three ways that I found, three ways that I've talked to people about, and three ways that I feel will help you mentally get back to who you were before this all started. Now, if you want to change who you are, I'm not saying drastically, don't fall off the side of a mountain and change your entire personality in life. I'm talking about, do you want to change some things? Maybe it was how you dress. Maybe it was how you act towards people. Maybe, I don't know, make something up in your head. What is it that you wanted to change? Now's your time. And especially with these three steps coming up, you can implement it now and make a habit of it. So by the time you go back to work, you have this whole new demeanor. And I want that demeanor to be more positive than it was before. I'm not saying you were a negative person, but we've all got our negative share of thoughts and comments that we have when we go to work or when we are told to do something. So let's focus on making that more positive, but let's also focus on bettering ourselves. So the point of this podcast is to keep you motivated and keep you going and keeping that productivity up high so you do feel like you have a sense of accomplishment through this crazy unpredictable time that we were going through so my first tip to keep you motivated is make your bed and leave your room do not leave your bed messy and come back to it to come back and sleep later and take a nap no that's not going to help anything during the day if you make your bed You've already made a commitment to yourself that you are up for the day. You are not going to come back, lay down for another five hours, watch Netflix, and get nothing done. No. Once you make that bed, you can come back and sit on it, but it's not going to feel as comfy as if it were not made. So make your bed and leave your room. Now, when I'm talking about leaving your room, I'm not saying leave the house and go downtown, okay? I'm saying go to the living room, go to the kitchen, unless that's to eat all day long. Don't, don't do that. Don't go to the kitchen. We had a podcast about that last week, so careful on your snacking. But get outside of your room. I read not too long ago that was talking about something kind of similar, how you shouldn't be studying in your bed or by your bed. Now, I don't know if you're studying. If you're studying, this applies to you. Now, if you're working, I can see the same thing happening. Because let me let me tell you the three reasons they say not to study in your bed or by your bed. So first off, studying in bed limits your focus. And this one makes a lot of sense. Think about it. If you're warm and you're comfortable and you have soft pillows, it's so easy to put off any responsibility and it's easy to think, oh, maybe I should go do this or go do that or start thinking about when you want to sleep. We've all had those experiences where we are reading an article, and this can be for work. 
This can also be for studying where we are reading a page or reading an article or even a book and then we wake up two hours later and we don't even remember where we left off but it felt like we got a five minute blink but it was a two hour blink. That's why you shouldn't be studying in your bed. I personally think when you're working or when you're studying, you should be a little bit uncomfortable just because it keeps you alert. If you're too comfortable, again, you're going to get tired and you're going to get distracted. All right. Second reason that the article had said why studying in your rooms maybe or studying or working in your rooms not the best is it actually decreases your productivity. Now, again, this pretty much just goes along with number one. You're going to get distracted. You're going to start thinking about other things. And studying in your room, if it's not the bed that's distracting you, it's going to be, is my room dirty? Do I Should I start cleaning this instead? Oh, I'm just going to procrastinate and kind of, you know, I'll, I'll get to my work later, but I really need to clean underneath my bed because I haven't for five years. We've all been there. I think about that every time I'm studying in my room or working. I think, ooh, I should go rearrange my drawers right now because I haven't done that in two years. So let's pick the perfect time when I want to put something off. And this last one actually interested me the most. Now, again, my undergrad is behavior analysis. So I love the idea of like human behavior and why we do things and why things happen. And my favorite thing is association. So associating items with thoughts and behaviors, and I've always find that incredibly powerful and incredibly dangerous. And studying or working in your bed is a good example of how it can be incredibly dangerous. So if you study or if you work in your bed, your brain is going to pair your bed with a as a study or a workstation. So it's going to actually hurt your sleep cycle and hurt your sleep because next time you come and lay down in bed, your brain's going to your bed's going to trigger your brain to think, "Hey, I got to, you know, perk up and start getting some work done." This association could easily easily start leaving you sleep deprived. And I wish that upon nobody. And the same thing goes for your room as well. If you're always studying in your room or you're always working in your room, every time you go into that room, it's going to feel like your office. It's going to feel like, oh, if I'm in here, I need to be productive. It's not going to be, oh, I'm in here. It's time for bed. I'm going to go to sleep. No, your brain's going to automatically come on, associate it with studying once you walk into that room or with work, and it's going to be harder. It's going to interrupt your sleep a little bit more. Now, Same thing goes if you choose a study spot, make sure it's one that you like because every time you go there, you're going to be more engaged because your brain will associate it with, hey, I got to work or I got to study here and I've got to focus. This is my focusing spot. And your brain will, it will help eliminate distractions because your brain will be more, it, it will be triggered to be more focused because of the stimuli in your environment. That's why I find that one so interesting and why I think placement of objects, environment, and everything is so important for achieving any type of goal that you want to achieve. But we'll talk about that a separate day. Now, my second tip to increasing your productivity in your home this week is, you know what, you guys? This is really a simple one. And it even took me a little while to figure this out. 
Put on actual clothes. And you can make them comfortable. They don't have to be you're in heels and a work dress. It doesn't have to be tight, tight jeans and an uncomfortable blouse. I'll give you an example for me. So as a personal trainer and health coach, I pretty much live in Lululemon leggings and tennis shoes and a sports bra and a nice jacket and maybe even a tank top. But for some people, that's their lazy day. To me, that's when I need to go to work. That's when I need to be able to get things done and focus on things. So I started realizing I was slacking off because what have I been doing? Oh, hair's in the bun. I've just got sweatpants on, my cat socks, and like some random big sweater that I really don't need to wear a bra under. Because let's be honest, do we really need to if you have a big sweater on and you can't see anything? So that's what I was doing for a long time. And I started feeling, I honestly was start feeling exhausted all the time. I was unmotivated to do anything. I really just wanted to sit and rest. And I started making up all these stories and excuses that I kept telling myself, it's okay, you're on quarantine. But in the end, I was like, but I want to get things done. I have all this time to do these things I've never done before. I want to do it. So I realized after a, a run I put on leggings for a run because it's cold outside, it was snowing, and I had leggings, a jacket, I had my work clothes back on. And then once I came in from that run, I was so productive. And I felt better. I had my tennis shoes on. I felt like I needed to go somewhere. I had purpose. And that work was depending on me at that moment. And I realized, again, let's go back to that association. It was because of the clothes. When you kind of recreate your regular environment, and your normal and bring a little bit more normalcy into your life. Your brain is triggered and thinking, "All right, let's get kicked back in the gear and start focusing on things we need to focus on, get more done. You don't have to want to sit, maybe you're not as exhausted. It's those little things. So put on actual clothes. And again, they don't have to be comfortable, but make it something that you would wear when you would be doing this work somewhere else. Now, if you usually work from home, maybe you do want to get dressed up a little bit nice. And just when you feel better about yourself or when you feel like you look good, you're going to want to do more. Even though nobody can see us, I hate to break it to us. Nobody's going to see us in our room. But even if you have a Zoom meeting, dress up for the Zoom meeting. People might think you're a little bit odd because nobody else is dressing up for these Zoom meetings. But in the end, you're going to feel great and you're going to feel more accomplished and you're going to get more done. All right, so my last tip. Kind of goes along with number two, but the last and final one is, ladies, do your hair, do your makeup, and put on some jewelry. You're going to feel so much better about yourself. Now, this sounds a little bit silly, just because people are always like, oh, you shouldn't have to have makeup on to feel pretty, or do your hair to feel pretty, or you know what, jewelry is just, you know, material things. You know what, throw that out. Because in all honesty, if you have your makeup done and you have your hair done, you're not going to want to just sit and lay on the couch and watch TV or just fight with people on Facebook or scroll on Facebook and Instagram all day long. You're going to want to get things done. Now again, you most likely probably do want to be seen if you put in all this work to go do this. I hate to break it to you, can't, you're probably not going to see too many people unless you go for a walk. I'm not against walks, just do it safely. Everybody should be outside getting sun. Sun is, I think, so important to be outside in nature, 
and getting that vitamin D to strengthen our bones. Because remember, sun's still a vitamin. It's just if you use it too much, it's not good for you. But do your makeup and do your hair because you're going to want to do more. You're not going to feel like a slouch that doesn't get anything done. And even if it's you're still in your sweatpants, but your hair and your makeup feels good, you're going to feel better and you're going to, it's going to lift your spirits and you're going to, you're going to remember who you are. I'm not saying it's because of the makeup, but you're going to remember, Hey, I wanted to do this. This is my goal. I want to start working on this. And that's the point of this. I want you to get motivated. I want you to keep going and I want you to see more than just this stay at home, sit at home all day long type mentality that's going around. I want you to dream about your goals and dream about a time like when we start to get out of this mess and back to normalcy. What is it you wanted to do? You have all this time to start thinking about that. And if you don't have to work, you have even more time. So start thinking about it and dress to be the best self that you are. Now, if that's without makeup, but it's in really nice clothes, I support that 100%. I never wear makeup. I just learned how to do my makeup, actually. And then this happened. And honestly, I should be practicing more on my makeup because I'm not the best at it and I don't wear it very often. But I love doing my hair. I love doing my hair. Well, when I do my hair, it's blow drying instead of just letting it dry and do its thing. But it still, it feels awesome because you just feel, oh, my hair flips around. It feels, it's a great feeling. And it's these little things. It's these little things that actually motivate us more about ourselves. So stop looking for motivation outside, on Facebook, on the new, don't look for motivation there. It's not there. I have not seen it there for years. And granted, I've been watching the news for a long time. I'm only 22, but I've never, don't think I've ever seen motivation on the news other than those feel-good stories. So create your own feel-good story about how you feel, about how you look. Get out of bed with a purpose this next few weeks, months, however long this is going to last. You want that purpose feeling back. So get out of bed with a purpose. And to recap, that purpose means making your bed, leaving your room, putting on your big girl pants or leggings or your dress or your skirt, putting on nice clothes, doing your hair, doing your makeup, and grab your favorite pair of earrings or necklace. My thing's necklaces. I love necklaces. So I will always have a pretty necklace on when I want to feel powerful. Bring that back, that, bring back that power in yourself. Bring back the, the goals and the dreams that you envisioned way before this happened because they're still possible. This isn't going to last forever. I promise you. And if it does, and I think this is actually kind of neat, somehow us as Americans will come together and we will find a way to still make dreams come true around all this mess. And that's what makes everything so powerful. So don't get down, stand in the house, get out, go for a walk, dress yourself up, make your bed. You are going to be so much happier and so much more productive. And I'm not saying productive as in getting work done. That doesn't have to be your, how productive you are. I'm saying as in, did you do what you've always wanted to do when you said you didn't have time? Have you even started on that thing that you've always wanted to do? Because you've got plenty of time now. So go do it. Make that your productive activity. You don't, it doesn't have to be work. Just do something that you love 
Keep yourself happy. It's going to help you mentally in the long run. I promise. So moving on to bucket list races. Now, my goal I set a few years ago, actually it wasn't a few years ago, it was probably about a year ago, is to run a half marathon in all 50 states. So I've already done, I think, I think I know, Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, I've almost got the four corners, I just need Colorado, Florida, and I think that's it. Well, I've done a marathon in Illinois, Chicago. So I might count that in the end if I don't find another half marathon to go up to Illinois for. But anyway, so I've gotten most of those states crossed off. Again, that's not even close to all 50. So this it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a journey on this one. But this is one I've been eyeing for honestly a while. And it's the damn marathon and half marathon, 10K and 5K. And it's up in Oak Ridge, Oregon. Now, I've never been to Oregon, but I hear it's gorgeous. And just by looking at these pictures makes me crave this run. So the weather honestly looks perfect. The average low temperature is 47 degrees and the average high temp is like 74 degrees. Coming from Florida, that sounds like heaven. Now it might be a little bit cold for me as a Floridian, but just looking at these pictures, these people aren't even wearing jackets when it looks like it's raining. I mean, I'm sure Oregon's rainy kind of all the time, but this looks so pretty. Now it usually takes place in June. So an average low temperature of 47 degrees in June sounds amazing. This is actually taking two place two days before I have to start the Boston Marathon. Maybe it could happen this year because I don't know if I really, really want to. Oh, no. I was just reading comments. I was going to say it because I didn't want to wait till the fall to run a marathon or a race, but I guess this was unable to obtain permits because of the coronavirus. See you all June 19, 2021. All right, so I've got time. I've got an entire year to get this going. So next year I will sign up for this race. I think that will be my bucket list race that I'm going to do in 2021. I think 2021 is going to be a big year for a lot of races because of this coronavirus going on. But honestly, so it's in Oak Ridge, Oregon. And if you look it up, it's absolutely beautiful. It says it starts in Greenwaters Park, and it turns around at Packard Creek. Now, I don't know any of these places, but I'm sure they're also gorgeous. So it looks like it's not a, a loop, but you're going to go out to a point and come back. So it's not a point to point. Oh, wow. The start time is 9.30 a.m., so you can imagine the temperature is even prettier in the middle of the day if you're from somewhere like Florida and you don't like the cold. It's probably perfect weather. So definitely, definitely I'm planning this one for 2021. And my final segment is books that I loved and I've read. So I haven't read this one recently, but I just started rereading it or re-listening to it because a lot of my books are audiobooks while I spend my life running. But it's Build an Empire and How to Have It All by Elena Cardone. If you know Grant Cardone and you've read any of his books, this is his wife. And let me tell you, it's just as powerful and motivating as Grant Cardone speaking. They are literally the power couple. So if you haven't read this, or even if you have, it's honestly worth another read. What I really love about it is I'm a list person, 
And the way she talks about giving advice and finding out what you want and how to, how to build your own empire, it has a lot to do with lists. But she doesn't do it the boring list way. It's literally lists that will help you build your empire. And when she says build your empire, she's not talking about sit on top of a high throne and knock everybody else down on your way up. That's not what she goes for. She talks about, you know, who are the people that you hang around with? What do you want? And what what kind of things that you settle for that maybe you shouldn't be settling for? Or what kind of things you should be going after? Are you thinking big enough? It's these types of questions that I don't know about you, but they just motivate me because I know I'm not thinking big enough. So when I hear these things, I want to think bigger. And it's it's eye-opening and it's definitely something that you should take the time to read because I love motivational books and self-building like, like self books. I think they're the most powerful. Anybody can read a story about a love story all day long. I'm not knocking you down for that. I just can't focus on that stuff because I feel like, oh, but I could be bettering myself and seeing the, you know, helping myself into the future. So I, I crave these types of books. So if you have any more books that have that, you know, that self-motivation, inspiring type feel to it and you fell in love with it, send them to me. Let me know what they are and we can start discussing them. So that's all I've got for today. Again, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We are on number 11, so you've bared with me through the first 11 episodes and I hope it's getting a little bit better and a little bit more inter- interesting. But other than that, we've got plenty more coming up from here and hopefully by next week when all is said and done, is said and done I've got a couple people I want to come and bring on the sh- show to interview. And I really hope you find that interesting. We're going to start talking about the gateway race to space. Oh, that's not even gateway to space. 10K. That we did March 1st before the world fell apart. But March 1st, we did a f- gateway 10K on the Kennedy Space Center launch pad or runway. And it was one of my best friends. She loves the space program. So I want to have her on here to talk about it because if you can feel the love in her heart you will want to go out to run this race but other than that that's all I've got if you like today's show or even if you really didn't please share it with your friends give it a thumbs up subscribe do whatever you like with it just keep coming back I promise I've got more and stuff that you'll like later on but definitely wait and see what other content's coming out. Go over to my Facebook page and my Instagram page at the Runpreneur on both. Give that a like and follow. Plenty more content coming up and a little bit more inspiration. I like to post a lot of adventurous pictures. So if you're like motivated and sitting inside and then you see adventurous pictures, be like, you know what? I'm t- it's time to go outside and just find these places don't have to be spectacular. spectacular. You just have to want to be there. So you guys, that's all I've got for you today. Remember, you are in control of your life. So run the life that you want instead of letting life run you. Bye.